This is a slaying moment. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Slaying for Me. I hope all is well. I hope you guys are doing fine and your week was great. We are now in Women's History Month. I spoke about it last week, and I was telling you guys how so excited I am about Women's History Month and the power of women and the amazing things that we're doing and how we're going to celebrate some great women on this show this month. So I hope you guys are ready. But before we jump into the show, I wanted to take some time this week was okay I'm gonna be honest this week was and I always say I'm gonna be honest I'm always honest but that's just the word that I use um so this week was actually we actually celebrated my mom's birthday so woo shout out to mama McCoy she we celebrated her birthday on Tuesday and um she was just showered with flowers and all of that beautiful stuff and um me and my mom's birthday is not too far away so next Tuesday the episode drops on Wednesday but on Tuesday which is international on Women's Day. It's actually my birthday. So me and my mom are just a couple of days apart, a week apart as far as birthdays. And we take them very serious. We celebrate one another. We make sure we sh- we show one another love every- all year round. But it's so great to have a birthday twin with your mom. And, you know, she was my first bestie. She was my first BFF. So we um, celebrated her. We're going to celebrate all week long going into my birthday. Um, and this week also helped me reminded me of not everything has to happen right now right on Wednesday of last week when the show released um I was having a bad day y'all it was just like one of those days that spirit of you're not enough and doubt and all my insecurities started talking to me on that Wednesday for some reason and it started early in the morning I was like oh my god like who who has time for this devil um, to be messing with, but obviously he had time today. He had time the, on Thursday. He had time on Friday, but on Wednesday, he definitely made time to talk to me. And, um, I was just like in a rut. So on Friday, I posted something on my Instagram talking about how things might not be possible right now, but they will, they will be possible. The right now possible. We live in a world where everything needs to happen now, now, now. Everybody wants to execute. And that's good. That energy is good. But we also have to have the energy and put the energy out in the world that some things just need time to be marinated. That's a good word. I remember, um, it's a line, um, John Legend song called Slow Cooker. And he's talking about how he's a slow cooker when it comes to his love. He takes time with building his love and, and, you know, loving on his wife. And I thought that is one of my favorite songs after, off of the Big Love album because I just thought it was just a great song. You can apply that to your life. And for me, I was forgetting that it's not a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Some things you sprint to and some things you just got to take your time and have some pace. So I wanted to show share that with you guys because I don't know if somebody is going through that or if you're dealing with that. And as we go, we spring forward into spring and summer is coming. And everybody's like, I got to get my stuff going. I got to get moving. I got to get this product out. I got to get my new shoe. I got to, I got to get my body right for summer. You know, you're speeding and you're waiting. You're impatiently trying to get things. You want all of these things to happen right 
right now. It is time and a place. God's timing and God's plan is always on time, y'all. And I just wanted to share that because, you know, you never know. Things will happen, might not happen in this season. When I mean this season, in this month of March, by April, honey, you might be popping, okay? So I just want to share that with you guys today. So as I mentioned, I am going to be interviewing some amazing people today um, in this whole month. But today specifically, I have an amazing young lady that I'm so excited to speak to. Um, and I think... One thing that I admire about her is that she is so lovable in general. She she oozes with love from her social media. We haven't known one another that long, but she has such a great spirit. She's a writer, director, producer, photographer, filmmaker, and just a beautiful soul in general. I would love to introduce the wonderful... Gianna Jackson, Giovanni, sorry, Giovanni Jackson, sorry, Giovanni. How you doing? I'm so sorry for saying your. I wanted to <laughs> say your. Okay. I wanted to say your nickname. So Giovanni, everybody, Giovanni Jackson. At the beginning, y'all, I told y'all I'd be messing up names. So pray for me. <laughs> it uh, is okay. I, a lot of people call me Gigi anyway. So <laughs> is it okay if I call you Gigi? It is okay. All right, all right, Gigi. How you doing? I am doing good today. Thank you for asking. Awesome. I got some good energy today. You know what I mean? It's a Sunday. It's, it's, I feel I feel really alive today, to be honest, for it to be such a cloudy day. Oh, okay. Look, being alive <laughs> you know? being alive is still alive, honey. It don't matter if right. it's, it's rain, sun, or snow. It's, it's a good exactly. it's a good feeling. So I am so honored that you have agreed to be the first interviewer on my podcast which I'm so excited about you're the first person I'm talking to and you're the first person I thought about when I wanted to interview someone for Women's History Month because I see all of the amazing things that you're doing so that makes me smile thank you awesome so before we get into all of the amazing things that you're doing I want to play a little game called since we are women and it's Women's History Month I want to play a game called what's in your bag and it's a this or that I have a list of things that I'm going to ask you what you would have in your bag or if you have either one of these things in your bag so I'm okay I'm a bag fanatic I don't know about you are you a bag fanatic in a way in a way it depends I gotta always have enough space that's all I gotta say okay so you want them people that's like look I need something that's gonna give me it's it's, it's efficiency it needs to make sense you know exactly exactly <laughs> so what's in your bag okay so are you a lipstick are you one of those people to put lipstick or chapstick in your bag chapstick okay chapstick you got the, I feel like now that we uh are wearing a mask the lipstick just don't make sense oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um are you a lotion person do you put lotion in your bag or hand sanitizer Ooh, lotion no you go- ashy hands on this end Mm-mm. okay no ashy hands uh-uh. <laughs> you know what that's one thing that i forget i'm just so much of a germaphobe that i'm like child forget about the lotion i'll figure it out later <laughs> But I got to have some hand sanitizer. You once gotta I have t- both, though. You gotta have both because on the hand sanitizer, make your hands extra dry. That's true. That's true. But I know I yeah. I I got to throw that hand sanitizer. I'd be like, girl, I find some lotion somewhere. Um, right. Are you one of those people that put a mirror or a nail file in your purse? Mirror, definitely. You got a mirror. I don't know. Yeah. I never thought. I I always admire women. I was like, they real grown. They have a nail file in their purse. <laughs> I always used to, I don't 
know. I never thought about that. Like, yeah, I wouldn't even. I think that's probably the last thing I would put in my bag. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, I take pride in my, do I, I was like, I do I not take pride in my nails, Lord? Cause I don't have a nail file. But like, I always right. thought that was an adult thing to do. Like, you got a nail file in your bag. I know. <laughs> well, now I know. I'm gonna start thinking about that though. Cause <laughs> necessity. So, yeah. So are you a mint girl or a gum girl? Mint, definitely. Okay. A mint. You keep a disc. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the movie The Wood? Yes, I definitely have. So you remember the scene about the mint? Yes. Oh my god! Yes, I do. That uh, was a movie. Oh my god! That's, okay, that's we'll talk about. That's one of my favorites. That's one yes, of my favorites. Same. And remember, they did the scene about the different color mints. What? Girl, I got. The, I gotta have the regular, like blue, regular uh, peppermint mint. Oh, okay. Know, all yeah. right. I bust it with the white. I keep it real simple. The white, I'll do the white. Yeah, mint. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, keep so, are you a, one of those people that have? pins in your purse or headphones you have to make sure you have oh that's a hard one i think I you got to both. have both no you can say both oh, i'll let okay. you say yeah, both. both definitely i both. always have pens multiple pens and i always got my headphones okay cool but if you had mm-hmm. to choose one which Ooh. one would it be Probably headphones because nowadays you can just jot your notes down in your phone. That's true. Okay. You know? Yay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think when you think about your bag, when you think about what you put in your bag, I think it's a representation of us as women because it shows mm-hmm. like who, what is most important to you and like, mm-hmm. and it also shows who's organized. I feel like it's so true. It's so true. Are you, you ever be- had those bags that don't have those in their pockets? Yes. <laughs> I got fed up with those for one. And then I just have everything thrown all over. Girl. And I can't even find the chapstick that I knew that I needed. You Look. know what I mean? So we always got to have the bags that got the inner pockets. And yes. I don't know what these other bags be doing. <laughs> you know, open space <laughs> bags give me anxiety. I'd be like, child. You know? <laughs> I'd be like, I know I had this pen in here. Where did it go? Um, taking all day. Yes. <laughs> Well, um, Gigi, thank you so much, as I I said again, before speaking with us. So you have a lot of stuff going on. Wonderful things (laughs) going on. You had a new film that just dropped last month, a short film called Shoot Your Shot, which is so great. I was able to see it. I did. As soon as you released that, I clicked on it. I was like, this is me. I'm out here. Ah! Thank you. Um, I'm on so here, happy. and I think I think I commented too. I, you know, you got I to leave your. I think I think I commented because I'm all about making sure you uh you definitely um support our black artists in a way that we can do that, and black filmmakers and women filmmakers is by mm. by making sure that we share the love. We sh- we share, we give feedback, or we share what we enjoyed, and you yeah, know that too. you know giving reviews. So I would love to know. So when I met you. We we met at a networking event, actually. Yes, we did. <laughs> and Isn't that crazy? I didn't know about all of the amazing things you did until like later, honey. So yeah. I'm curious to tell me about your journey um, to film and be- becoming a filmmaker and a photographer. What was the journey like? Mm-hmm. How did you get there? Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, this all kind of, I've always had a camera in my hand. I have to say I was one of those people, right? Uh As a kid, I had my little Barbie camera recording around the house, recording my family. I'd make little family videos. That's what I started out, right? And I'm talking like up until like throughout high school. Um, In high school, I was always still filming too. I had such supportive friends that would like help me like put these projects together and everything like that. I applied to college uh, 
through like certain films that I made or scripts that I wrote and they would always just be so willing to help me film, right? Yeah. Um and I'm friends with some of them to this day. So oh, come <laughs> on, shout out so to your much. day one. You know your day what I one. Mean? <laughs> exactly. So I want I I've always uh, appreciated that fact. And then I went to college and I went into filmmaking. I studied film at NYU and I got my BA in it and I was able to be around people who that's all that they were about. You know what I mean? So I yes. started from this bubble of going to just a regular high school where I was kind of like the only person that was like pursuing. I don't want to say the only one, but you know what I mean? I stood out in that way right. to this college where I was just like immersed Whoa. in the culture. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It was a transition. So, uh, I studied filmmaking and I really focused on screenwriting, actually. Um, I took a lot of my classes, but of course you had to just explore every area, uh, directing, um, camera stuff, anything that put you in front or behind the camera. But after that, right, I actually got so many different jobs in like admin and retail and finance. So I did not, once I graduated, I did not continue on my creative journey like the way I wanted to and here and there I definitely would you know what I mean so that's probably why you didn't see so me so active as I am now um and that was me going into those going to those networking events like the one I met you at yeah where I was trying to get this motivation get this inspiration from being around other creatives and every now and again, I would get this spark. You know what I mean? I would be like, oh, I want to write. Oh, I have this idea. Oh, you know, I, the spark, I the spark is real. You know what I mean? It, it's it, real. It's like, I feel like it's one of those situations where it's God pulling you to your purpose. Mm, I love that. I love that so much. And I feel like it was, it was that exactly. I love the way you put that. But for some reason, it wasn't long lasting. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was always something and, and the spark just eventually went out Um, (laughs) so when i but it's uh, back honey it's back it's back hello (laughs) (laughs) it's not a spark girl it's an everlasting flame right now (laughs) yes that's beautiful (laughs) right so what happened was i actually got fired from my finance job back in may right okay before that let me even backtrack before that i went to la with covid and everything like that i went to la with a close friend of mine in march and i stayed there for over a month with her okay and once we went there we were around so many creatives and the whole point was just so that we can get our creative journey back you know what i mean right and once we were there i was picking up my camera every day i knew a few people there so we were connecting we were vibing she was there on her makeup and i was doing film so we went hand in hand so once I was there, I was just like, wow, I feel so much better. I felt alive again. And you then, were refreshed. Yeah. You know, it was such a refreshing moment. And it took being in a different place, I think. It didn't even have to be another state, perhaps, but just in a different place, especially with going through COVID and everything, you know, where everybody was just so isolated. Right. But yeah, once I came back and I was no longer at my finance job, oh my gosh, it was just like, just uphill from there. It was just a click. And I just was going back to back to back to back, shoot to shoot to shoot. Like, you know what I mean? I and love that. Now I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, there's no turning back. I don't know what I was doing before, but I guess it took that long for me to realize what had to be done. You know what I mean? You know, one thing that I love that you said was that, you fi- you went to go find your creative journey, and you know what? Yes. When we when our flame is a little dim, 
we're looking, we're searching for mm-hmm. our our peace of mind in a sense. When you're a creative, or I call my husband calls us creators because we create something from mm-hmm. our our mental and we bring it to life. So we're creators. We're we're the closest mm-hmm. thing to God as artists, if you think about it in a context, because God is a creator. He created mm-hmm. us. So when you're trying to get back to that creator part of yourself it is definitely a journey and you have to go far away from your home far away from what you know sometimes to yeah. even get back to yourself because when you come back home you're like girl I didn't even know where I had gone I was all way I was in LA already and I, I wasn't even I was mentally there but I wasn't physically there now and I got physically there and right. so talk to me about the process of um being an undergraduate, I know that um, NYU <laughs> film, I mean, film program is pretty rigorous. What, yeah. what were some things that you learned in school or didn't learn? Because I know when I went to film, I went to film grad school. They didn't teach us mm-hmm. about lenses and all of that type of stuff. I had to learn all of that mm-hmm. on my own. So right. what were some techniques that you had to like master on your own that your, you know, your undergraduate didn't teach you? That's a good question. Let me think. I always, I always look back to my undergraduate, graduate years, and you know the first thing I always say to this day to people, I'm like, one regret I always have is I did not network enough. Um. I did not meet enough people, and even though people I did meet, I did not uh, build connections, relationships. Yeah. yeah, I didn't build those connections the way I should have, and the way I feel, I feel like college, um, grad school, school in general is more for building connections than actually learning that you can learn, especially nowadays. Oh my God, YouTube is my best friend now. You know what I mean? Yes. Everything is so accessible now. So I honestly don't even believe in college for the sake of learning. (laughs) I believe in it for the sake of connecting and meeting people in your field that later on that you guys will maybe later on work together or you'll know someone and and some, and hopefully you'll meet those people who are not afraid to put you on. Right. So, that's one thing that they don't teach you in school, you know, um, just networking. And, and, and I don't even want to call it networking, but just not being afraid. But it to, is, though. It is. Yeah. It is networking. Just like, it is networking, right? But just not being afraid to meet people. I was, I was so shy. And it's also intimidating being around people who have so much more experience than you, who have so many more connections than you, and who have so much more money than you. You know Child. what I mean? talk about it in film school when you're in film school it's so many kids with money they just have endless money and you be looking like okay so where did you get this easier right where did you get this from (laughs) like you're able to rent a red camera for your thesis how 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 How? put me on your investor because i need it you know what i mean That was literally my mindset. And then, like, you know, being young, you'll, you'll, you'll get intimidated by that. And yeah. it'll kind of put you in this shell. So I felt like throughout all of uh, my four years of college, I was in this shell. And I honestly didn't come out till after. And mind you, I have some really close friends from NYU. Right. Um, and I'm grateful for it. But as far as, like, I feel like utilizing all of its resources for the big name that it is, I wish I had done more of that part. You know what I mean? It's, it doesn't it doesn't just have to come down to the equipment or the the learning all the technical skills. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's just 
comes down to who you are as a person and how far you can get with the people you know. Right. And <laughs> you your know? determination. And your determination mm-hmm. because you can have all the money in the world and not be determined. Oof. Hello. <laughs> One I thing that, like that I <laughs> am super jealous about NYU and I didn't um, get into their film program, but it's cool that I wasn't, I, I'm not taking it personal. <laughs> I got into a better one. Um, Let them know. <laughs> um, they have lifetime alumni so if you're alumni there Mm -hmm. this is what i heard i might not be right but a friend of mine is an alumni there too you can use all of their um you can still use some stuff there from my understanding am i correct a lot of benefits you are absolutely correct i wish i could be a uh... lifetime alumni let me use some of (laughs) y'all stuff honey (laughs) <laughs> it's so and there's so many things you don't even know i swear i didn't even realize some things until afterwards like you know what i mean right. and it's just like i have to have a friend tell me it's so many like little secrets that i don't even think they want us to know <laughs> okay well you got the plug friends i do and i mean in film you definitely build lifetime relationships with people it's people that mm-hmm. i've worked with on film sets that i've met and people i've networked with that i still have really great relationships with and it's so funny that you talked about networking because i had an episode talking about how networking builds our community in the film and entertainment industry if you look at it especially when it comes to black filmmakers and women filmmakers we definitely build community we put one another on and the only way we can do that is if we communicate with one another and we connect people with people that we know that are so amazing um so Mm -hmm. Switching gears. I want to talk about your projects because you got, I was, I was stalking your website before, you know, we had the interview because, you know, I watched your film and I was like, oh, I didn't know. I just only thought that you did photography. So I was like, she's a filmmaker. Oh my God. Like, because I remember you coming to one of my sets that I did and you were like, you had your camera, but you were taking pictures. And I was like, she does film why didn't she say nothing because we could have been working we could have been working together honey I know, right? um so i was able so your recent short film that you did so i noticed that you have done a lot of editing and directing but this film that you did shoot your shot mm-hmm. you you wrote it and directed it so yes. how was that you know, how is it putting, I don't, I, this is probably not your first project that you've written, but I remember you mm-hmm. saying on Instagram, like, this is, you know, this is the first one that I'm putting out to the world mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I, walk us through how you develop writing your project because the writing process is so much different than oh actually mm-hmm. shooting. So how did you come up with the story? What, what was the origin if you don't mind telling us? No, of course. Um, oh my God. The whole reason I even wrote Shoot Your Shot is because I needed something. It's so crazy because writing is my first love, right? But okay. it's the thing that I do the least. And I have no idea why. I think there's this just fair kind of thing going on with yeah. it. I'm still trying to figure it out. But I needed something that was short and and easy for me to do and that somehow provided some like instant gratitude you know what I mean right because writing is such a long daunting task and because I usually write these long scripts it never gets done okay (laughs) so I had this idea in mind and I had went to a diner with a friend and they had these cool like retro looking seats and everything like that and 
I was just there, and literally the idea just came to me. Oh, cool. <laughs> it was I a guide moment. It's like a pow. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, the whole story came to me. And because I was in that diner, and because I got inspired by how it looked and the style of it, you know what I mean? Right. I'm a big retro girl. I love, like, 90, I love, like, you know, back in the day stuff. So yeah, very, very old was, school. It was, yeah, it was, it was like, so very, like, like raw. The, when I saw the film, I was like, this is very, like, New York raw. Like, right. Spanish so Harlem that. feel. That's mm-hmm. how I got, that's what I got from That's exactly from. what I wanted. No, I'm so happy you got that. And, so once I got um, out of the diner, I immediately went home and started, like, writing it because, girl, those ideas leave as fast as they came. They sure, they sure do. <laughs> like, so I started writing, and honestly, I don't even think it took me more than a week to, to write it. Uh, I wrote it in a couple of days, and of course, like, probably went back and did some tweaks and everything like that. Right. But uh, once I wrote it, I had shared it with my friend in L.A., and I'm like... I think this is good. Like, Danielle, like, should I film it? Like, should I? She's like, yeah, go for it. Definitely. <laughs> she's one of those. She's like, you should definitely film it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. Great and from friend. from then on then, I just, like, I started searching for the, I went back to that same location. And actually, the diner that I saw was not the original diner that I filmed in. Uh, the diner that I saw had these COVID uh, uh, sheets that were in between each booth, and I couldn't move them. So I was so upset by that. And that was actually something that set me back a little bit. But then my friend was like, just look for another diner. And I'm like, duh. <laughs> but you know what sometimes the vision when you have the vision for something it can be when you're doing something for the first time it's like this is how I see it this is how I mm-hmm. see it it got to be executed mm-hmm. the exact way that I saw it you know when I mean I think I think it was a beautiful film and it is a beautiful film and I think it was a good start for other things for for us to see larger projects from yes. you um because I I understand how you feel. I started off in theater. So I come from the world Mm -hmm. of theater and I transitioned to film. Mm -hmm. So when I did my first project, it was small too, Jeff. It was only two (laughs) characters. Um, It was a... it was short. Every it probably had a it, it had a cliffhanger because yours actually has the cliffhangers as well. So <laughs> it had a cliffhanger. It was short to the point. I think it was like I think the the movie listen is like five minutes or something like that. It probably ain't mm-hmm. even that long. I was like mm-hmm. everybody was like, "What's the next part? What's the next part?" I was like, "This is the part." <laughs> it took me a long time to get to this part. Right. But from there, it was a it it was a spiral. It was like. Go ahead. Let's cre- create something else. Let's create something else. Let's create something else. So, yes. I, that I I think that's so amazing. So Thank you, you, what I mean. So, how did you feel about having somebody else shoot your product? Oh my god! <laughs> I would love to talk about that because you're you're a filmmaker, but you're a filmmaker that holds the camera, right? And I... yeah, how was that? You don't know how many times. <laughs> That I was going to say, I'm going to shoot this myself. <laughs> and that was before I was able to find Ariana, the DP. So before uh, I found her, uh, actually, my, she was, I found, my friend found her for me. But um, she actually goes to NYU as well. She's an okay. undergraduate there. Right. Awesome. You know what I mean? Shout and out to her. Bronx, so that's why I trusted her so much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But before that, 
because I was just having like anxiety about literally everything, I was just like, I'm just going to shoot it myself. Like, you know what I mean? I know how to do the camera work. I'm going to do it. And then my friend in LA was like, no, you don't want to do that. No. Like, it's just going to be too much for you. <laughs> You're going to write direct and shoot it. And I right. Like, I guess. <laughs> I can't do I mean, it you could be a woman of, all- <laughs> we are jack of all trades, but we can't be the jack of all trades on the set. <laughs> I was curious because a lot of, t- a lot of your projects, you, you have directed or you've sh- yeah. d- done the shooting. And I was like, I'm interested. Yeah. Now she got a new DP. How was that? How was your mental? <laughs> Are you right. are you giving up that creative control? Because really, I when know. you're working on a set, you are the director, but the DP has a vision also, and you have to take exactly. that into consideration. So, what was set like for your shoot? You doing that for the first time? Oh my god, Ariana was so amazing to the point that like her vision was a huge part of the short film. Like, you know what I mean? I don't even think it would have came out as good without her because she had such good thoughts and ideas we had visited the diner prior to going there so she helped me with the shot list she told me what might work in camp like you know what i mean it was yeah. just so many things that i realized that no girl you can't do it all by yourself <laughs> yes and um she was just able to get these shots that i didn't even uh think were possible in a way you know what i mean so right I am so thankful for her. Uh, we had the same mindset. And she was also passionate about the project. I think that's key. You can only trust someone who you know yes. actually cares. Yes. You know what I mean? Especially so I when it's your passion project. When it's your passion exactly. project, you have to gather. And I always create. I always believe in creating positive energy on set. At the end mm. of the day, once we get to the end, we're basically family because we spent hours together. And you definitely exactly. want people on set that... One, you want to do the Tyler Perry method. I want to drag you with me wherever I'm going. So if Hello. we have a good, good energy, I want to be able to us to be able to use one another every time that we have a project. And you know, exactly. building community like that is so big. And I'm, I'm so glad that I have that. I know these things about you because now, honey, <laughs> so much. That can be yes, done. Oh um, my god, I'm just getting started. <laughs> so, just your your project has been shot. So, congratulations on doing that. I'm curious so to much. know what uh, or who in your life um, inspires you. Ooh, who inspires me? It has to be one person. No, it don't have to be one person. It can right? Be, it okay. Can, it can be multiple. Say, right. Um, as far as like uh, looking up to celebrities and everything like that, I gotta say my Issa Rae and Shonda Rhimes. Those are like my, my two like oh like just just hearing them speak. I always try to watch like interviews and everything like that. Okay, because they have so much knowledge and 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 they're always supporting like black creatives and voices. You know what I mean? Two but great people. As far as like yeah, as far as in my daily life, my friends are so inspirational to me. I. I'm so lucky to have grown up with a group of girlfriends who are also creative, who are motivating, who are out here just doing their thing. And every time I hit a rut or get into this, like, you know what I mean? Kind of block, creative block. Right. It doesn't even have to be like they're telling me, oh, you got to get out. I just see them doing what they got to do. And then then I'm like, oh, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Let me get on that bus with them. You right. know what I mean? And it, it, it always makes me feel better when we're doing it together. 
And I think that's what inspires me to both. You have to surround yourself with people who are like-minded like you and who are always going to bring you up when you're feeling down without even trying. Right. That's true. I mean, your tribe, especially when you're creative, you have to create that peace space. And you can't oh, have messiness around your you peace face. Mm-mm. You cannot <laughs> have messiness about around your peace face because it just messes with your creative. If everybody ain't on the same wavelength as you, somebody got to get cut. So, oh. you know, um, that's amazing. <laughs> I think tribe is so big and I'm glad that you, you look like you have a great tribe from your Instagram and how people are very supportive of everything that you're doing. And I think it's so great. It oozes through your, your social media and and through your work because it's clean. It's, it's crisp. You have so many amazing things that I know is coming. Um, I know we spoke earlier about, um, one of your big, your challenges or one of the things that you regretted was not networking. What's a challenge that, um, other than, you know, you having to find your journey, what are some challenges that you've other challenges that you faced in your creative journey? Um, there in general, I am working on some people have to work on, um, <laughs> not having an ego, such a huge ego. I have to work on building mine. Ooh. I am so judgmental of my work and myself that I'll stop myself before I even get started. Mm. And that's, like 95% of the time why <laughs> I have projects on my computer and not out on social media or just showing it to the world, you know? Yeah. So part of my creative journey isn't just like these big projects and these, these films or, or photographs that I'm taking. It's learning how to be as confident as I can be with my work and doing it solely for the fact that I want to, and I, I love to, and not for, what might may or may not come out of it right i need to build that ego and not be (laughs) so apologetic about everything that i do or say you know what i mean right i need to i need to learn to be my best creative self and i feel like i've gotten so far from where i was but i also know that is still a long way to go you know one thing that i will say to you um as from one creative to another creative and as a Mm -hmm. woman that has our voices are very powerful. Your voice is different from mine's. Your perspective on life is different from my perspective. But there is always somebody that is looking for your perspective in the world. So if you understand, oh, so huh? So beautifully said. <laughs> so if you know what your purpose is when you do your projects, forget about what mm-hmm. the people are going to say. Your purpose exactly. is to tell the story. Mm-hmm. And once I'm snapping my fingers right now, girl. <laughs> <laughs> once you get to the purpose of telling the story, nothing else matters. When when yeah. when you create, when you get into a creative space and it is based off a of purpose, don't worry about what people ain't gonna like. Everybody ain't gonna like your outfit, but you think you cute. Hello. <laughs> and you still gonna take your picture and you gonna post it. You know what I mean? I love that. <laughs> so, I mean, just look at it like that. When you go out, I mean, you have style. I know you have a diverse fashion and you do your thing and you, you're creative with your, think about your art like that. I think yeah. I look cute. Mm-hmm. I don't care what nobody else say. This is mine. It's so true. No, that's absolutely right. I love the way you put that. Yeah. It has to be something so lighthearted about it that where it just becomes a part of you. Right. And- take it or leave it <laughs> and you got it though you already got yeah. it you got it yeah. I, I think your Thank fear you. your fear is smaller than your faith Oof. 
Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to see what keeps you motivated. We talk about your fear. What's keeping you motivated other than, you know, (laughs) your beautiful friends? What internally keeps you motivated? What internally keeps me motivated? I have to say everything I do on a daily is so impactful to how I try and pursue my career. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just started back up on my morning routine, waking up at 6 a.m. And I don't know. And I knew this before because I did it before and I know it's life changing for me, but just getting a right start to my day will automatically guarantee that I am as productive as can be. Okay. And I think that's something that will, I always have to just try to incorporate into my daily life, no matter how busy I get. I love working out and I love having time to spend with loved ones and my family. Yeah. My family is also a big part of my motivation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. growing up in the Bronx and everything like that, paycheck to paycheck. Like, listen, we're going to get out. We're going to grow. We're going to put each other on. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's huge right there. So all of those aspects combined down to like my little daily tasks that I do, my daily routine to doing it for my family. Like, I always try to remember every single aspect, every single part. And and I try to just be like, you know what, just just keep pushing, just keep driving and have fun with it. That's a good part now. It's like I'm having fun with my work now. I love that. So it's not so much of a a daunting, like waking up like that. You know, I wake up and I'm happy and I'm smiling and I feel light and I'm still as heavy as I used to feel. Oh, I love that. You know? You're light as a feather. You're like, I'm just floating. I'm I, <laughs> I love that. I mean, you know, daily routines, having a routine in general when you're creative mm-hmm. is so important. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's just it's like, girl, I'm getting stuff done. Even if it don't look like it, it's good. Done. Yeah, because we're usually so all, all over the place. Our minds are so all over the place. Which oh, is my a goodness. Beautiful part of art. You know what I mean? But right. at the same time, you got to have something organized in your life so that you're able to be so disorganized in your creative life right that's the way i look at it yeah you know i wish i had that blessing like i had i wish i had the blessing of disorganization but i'm really one of those people that's like really a stickler on organization and sometimes i think my biggest downfall is that i don't i when stuff just fall apart i be looking like what are we doing why are we here Mm -hmm. um so you know, my creative process is, is, is very structured. I wish I can just like, let's just go do it. Let's just be free. Um, yeah. but I mean, I admire people. I, I want to be like that when I grow up. I just want to go outside right. and just be like, let me do random stuff real quick. You, you know, know, like people I mean. that shoot videos in the middle of the day, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to shoot a video in the middle of the day. I'd be like, girl, I got to sit down and plan. I can't do that. Me too. I'm trying <laughs> to be more like that. I'm trying to get in the habit of just bringing my camera everywhere and just like, just taking shots for the hell of it. You know, like yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just like you. <laughs> I got to have some type of plan. Actually, I got to have that structure. Okay? <laughs> I'm like, look, where yeah. we going? Where we, where right. we starting at? Where I got to stand. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So what's next? for you what is Ah, next for yeah okay um what's next what's going on which what you got going on next you say that you're floating where we floating to where you floating right i mean part of flowing is that you don't really know where you're going (laughs) (laughs) that is honesty though (laughs) right um i am trying to 
build my photography journey more, to be honest. That was, I always claimed myself more as uh, a filmmaker and doing videos in the past, but photography is something I started claiming more um, this this fall, actually, that just passed. So I want to get more into some street photography. I have some uh, shoots lined up. I love fashion and I love streetwear, so... We're going to be, especially when the weather breaks, just shooting, shooting, shooting. I want to get more um, in my portfolio with that. And I have another project. Like, Yay! I have another script that I'm in the middle of writing. And I want to get that done and shot this year. It may not be till the summer fall, but Shoot Your Shot definitely inspired me because so many people supported it. And I heard so many just lovely words and everything. And it was a boost that I needed, you know, and it immediately inspired me to write. And I think that's what is important because sometimes like (laughs) just going about your daily life just isn't enough. Like you need that kind of confidence booster and it's okay to admit that, you know, so I'm working on another script and hopefully I get to shoot it this year. You will, you will, you will, you will, you will. I believe I know we got to talk like that. We got to talk like that. Speak, speak it into existence. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I'm excited to see all of the amazing things that you're doing. Um, one thing before we wrap up, before I have you plug yourself, I want you to give a word of advice to up and coming photographers or filmmakers. Um, and just something that you can, a little gem that you can drop, um, for them to be inspired, to, to be motivated to start. Yeah, definitely. What, what I feel like is most important is we kind of touched upon it before is just doing what you want to do no matter what the outcome, because everything that you do is going to be a learning experience. And that is going to be the most important part that you take from any creative project that you do. Anybody that you work with, you're always going to learn something from it. I swear every shoot that I go on, I'm learning something, whether it's the smallest thing to my equipment or something that I did wrong, that I know that you correct before something communication wise, like, the only way you're going to learn, you can watch as many YouTube videos or read as many blogs or anything as possible, like as you can. But if you're not out there, like just doing it, practicing your craft and, and not even caring what the outcome would look like, then you're not going to really get that far because you are so you're just sitting there kind of like hoping things will come to you. You got to mm-hmm. go out and get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I had to learn that the hard way because that's 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 the most important part to me, just doing it for fun. And and if it comes out amazing, then that's beautiful. But if it doesn't, you're going to learn so much about that and and yourself. So that's my advice. And I hope, yeah, I hope people just like continue to, I love seeing other people just being out there and just working on their craft. And that's the kind of mindset I'm trying to get into too. So that's my advice to me too, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, your advice to to them and yourself. Go ahead and plug yourself, Gigi. Where can people find you? Where can they follow you? Where can they find out about your amazing projects that you have coming up soon and very soon, honey? Yes. Um, My Instagram is Lens of Her. Um, My website is also lensofher.com as well as my email, lensofher at gmail. Very straightforward. Go ahead and Um, spell it for the people just in case, you know, know, we ain't got spellers in in the group. Right. So that's lensofher, L-E-N-S. O-S-H-E-R. 
Okay. Lens of her, like a camera lens yes. of camera her. Camera lens of her. Not her, her y'all. Her. E R. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely right. <laughs> this is so nice. I'm so glad I got the opportunity to speak with you today. I thank you so much for taking the time out of your shoot day. I know you're shooting today um, to speak yes. with me. And uh, I think this was a great conversation, honey. Oh, me too. I feel so honored. Thank you for asking me to be a part of this. I, I honestly feel a huge burst of energy after this call. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you have an amazing rest of the week and good luck on your shoot. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you, Alexis. All right. Appreciate talk- you. <laughs> All right. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Giovanni Jackson. Ciao. Please, like I said, I just want to apologize again for um, pronouncing her name incorrectly. Y'all, please pray for me because I'm so bad with names. I said it a thousand times before I I did the interview because I know I can mess up a name and still said it wrong. But I hope that you guys enjoyed her story, her conversation, all of the things that she said. Go ahead and check out her new short film, Shoot Your Shot. Guys, I just want to welcome you guys. Happy Women's History Month. Come back next week. We might have some um amazing things happening next week as well. But until then, slaying for you is the best lifestyle to live. I hope to see you guys next week. Don't forget to follow us. Follow me on Instagram at Alana Fuss, A-L-O-N-A-F-U-S-S on Instagram, on TikTok, and I'm on Twitter, honey. So I'll be tweeting. Also, don't forget to download our podcast. On We're available on um, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, and Raise Your network.com so go ahead and have a good week and i'll see you guys next time